I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. Um, if you've been following me for a while, you know that this show used to be all about business, and it really, and it is to a degree. But the reason why I want to always be speaking into client experiences here is that this, I believe, is the future, not just of the health, fitness, wellness, and coaching space, but if you're in any type of service-based industry, your clients and customers expect experiences, not simply transactions, not simply part of being on an email list or being in a sales community, if you will. We're all about how to talk about how to create the best client experiences. Why is that? Because we want to be talking about what's always possible. We want to talk about the path to transformation and everything that goes with it. So over the last few weeks, since I've evolved and sort of changed the focus of the show to incorporate client experiences, the last four weeks, I've sort of done a deep dive and kickoff with my own mini series into what I believe a client experience is all about. And I would love if you haven't had a chance yet and you're brand new to my audience, or maybe you haven't been following along with what we've been doing here, go back and listen to the first four episodes. They're all really short, 15, 20 minutes at the most. I'm really, I try to be very conscious of your time because I know how busy everybody is. And I know that sometimes having an hour to listen to a podcast isn't always possible. So I want to make it super easy, super convenient. And, you know, more importantly, I want to give you really relevant, helpful information. If anything, just to help you shift your perspective a little bit around what a client experience should look like. So episode number one, I took a deeper dive into what I believe are quote unquote, the non-negotiables of a client experience. What does it actually look like? What pieces, if you're a coach or someone in a service-based industry, what pieces need to be included and why? Then the next week, episode two, I dove into a little bit more about creating a safe space. This is so important when we want to talk about creating change for people. Okay. Episode three, I talked about the path to transformation or the path forward. You know, what does that actually look like? How do we do it? And what are some things that we need to be thinking about? And last week, I spoke into a little bit about the challenges with transformation, not just from our perspective as business owners and business leaders, but also from the perspective of the client and the customer that comes to us that is ready to make a change. What are some of the obstacles and the what could be potential challenges in their way? Um, and the what I talked about was really not a laundry list, but really more or less three perspectives that I think we have to keep in mind. If we're the ones showing and being the example of what transformation is, we always need to be aware of where people are. So today, what I want to do is look at the other end, take a walk with me down the road for transformation. We're going to talk about what do wins look like and what is the winning philosophy like? And let me just start by saying, it's not always about being the best. It's not about having the best business. It's not about being the most successful business because these are both relative terms. Um, I really think, especially in the coaching industry right now, there's a lot of competitiveness out there online. There's a lot of this, 
need to sign people up quickly. There's this need, not really a need, but there's almost this underlying feeling that there's not enough business out there for everybody. And a lot of that is evidence in what I see in messaging. Sign up today or the deal is going away, right? Sign up tomorrow. If you don't take advantage this month, then you're going to lose out. And look, we want to always make sure that our clients and customers know what they're getting into. We, we you know, we, we want to work with yes people. We want to work with people who raise their hand, who are ready to believe in themselves, right? And they're ready to believe that there's more available for them, okay? The reason why this is important is, and a couple of my mentors have actually talked about this a lot, and it's really landed for me a lot more in the last year, is that we want to be aware of who we're speaking to from the standpoint of we want to make sure that it is an easy sell for us, okay? And that really comes from two spaces for us. That comes from us believing 100% in our work and our program and the result that our program delivers. We want to be our number one fan of that no matter what, okay? And the other thing that we want to always be thinking about is that, you know, they're going to be coming from what they believe, okay? And we want to be speaking to what a mentor of mine calls a solution-aware audience. In other words, keep in mind where your people are coming from because it will impact how much quote unquote heavy lifting you feel like you have to do in your message. Okay. So I want you to keep that in mind as I talk about what I'm going to share with you today around client wins. Okay. It's really important, first of all, to frame, keep perspective always in mind because people come to us from different walks of life. I know in my business, that's always the case. I, I get people who have been fitness into fitness all of their life. I get people who are just starting. I get people who are in midlife who are ready for something different. You know, I get people who have come off of injuries, had major life events kind of detour them, and they wake up one day and they decide they're ready to do something different. So we have to always keep in mind where people are coming from. And it's that for that reason that we have to keep perspective. Not everybody's going to be the same. Not everybody's going to need the same approach. Not everybody's going to want the same approach. Okay. So even if what you sell is that is one result, right? We want to be aware that to create wins for clients, that maybe the road to a win is different from the way that you would take or the way someone else would take. And this is where I think we have a real opportunity to really speak more into what makes us unique and different. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, people buy a coach. People don't just buy a program. They buy a result. They buy belief in that result too. So we have to be keeping that in mind when we're talking about the journey that we're taking people on and more importantly, how we're going to celebrate them for the wins that they're going to accomplish. We want to believe from the get-go that people are going to have wins, okay? That's our job. Our job is to is not just to believe it for ourselves, but to help them believe it too because ultimately people buy the belief in what you do more than they buy what you do. Okay. Several of my mentors have always said that. And I think that's a, a perfect way to frame it. So, so let me talk, let me just kind of share with you some general tidbits first. And then I've got three just perspectives that I want you to keep in mind when we're talking about client wins. Number one, these are just little tidbits for you. And I basically already spoken to this first one. Meet them where they are. Okay. Understand where they're coming from and that defining a win for them is going to be largely you know, related, if you will, to the path that they've taken to get to you. Okay. So for example, if someone comes to me, I'll use myself as an example. If someone comes to me 
and they've never done any type of regular workout program before. Maybe they just haven't been consistent. Maybe they've been one of these people that try something for a week and they don't see a result and they bop over to something else. Okay. So I have to keep that in mind when I'm framing the result that I'm going to help someone achieve. Okay. So we have to understand that. But at the same time, what's going to help me frame a win for them is different than just simply talking about a six-month or a 12-month goal. I, one of the wins I can frame for someone like that is, hey, look, we're going to make this so that you that is so easy for you to stick to this and it works for you, that consistency is going to be something that's just a regular thing for you. So for example, a win that I might help them frame from the beginning is maybe just being consistent for the first month, right? Maybe just showing up for the first month and not looking ahead into the distance, okay? That's just an example. And maybe depending on what you do, you would frame that different, okay? Um, point number two, point out that then beginning is in fact a win. We forget that. We forget that when people show up and they're ready to say yes, that's a win because they're making themselves available for something that's different, okay? Touch points and focus. We, this is a third point. You know, we want to keep things manageable for people. So I really do believe in the beginning having some you know, and I'm going to talk about this in next week's episode, exactly what follow-up support looks like. I think we want to be aware that having touch points is really key because human beings need accountability. We're not really meant to exist and, and do our thing on our own, okay? We need accountability, we need support, and we need community. So we have to think about that from the standpoint of maybe if someone comes to you and they know what to do, okay? Maybe they just need a way that they can be accountable to somebody. So maybe being able to benefit from that is in fact the win that they can you can celebrate with them, okay? So again, we have to think about the perspective from which people are coming from. Obviously, consistency is important. That's point number four. And then the big one here, number five, is us helping them literally change their identity, not completely, but helping them see their identity differently in terms of a um, elevated self-concept for themselves. Now, this goes way beyond just thinking about themselves differently. This actually helps them become a version of themselves that they've never been before. And this is where it can get really complicated because, you know, a, a friend of mine has a saying, new, le new levels, new devils, right? So when we're trying to achieve higher levels for ourselves, you know, quote unquote, our stuff might come up, right? A past story, a limiting belief, something that's kind of kept us stuck in the past. So we want to keep that in mind as well, that we're battling that as much as we're battling the work to change at the same time. And we really do not only have to give our clients grace, but we have to learn to give ourselves grace and let some of that pressure come off of us, that people are looking to us to be an example, but they're also looking to us to hold a safe space. Okay. And right then and there, when you're able to establish that from the beginning, that's a big win. It's a win for you. It's a win for them. Okay. So, hey, if you're wondering how you can put together an amazing client experience, or maybe you're doing these in your business already, and you're thinking about how you can innovate and change, I want to offer you a free gift. Go to my website at www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen retreat playbook. If you go to the homepage of my website and scroll to the bottom, you can punch your email address in and get it sent directly to your inbox. It's my free gift. This is my five-step process that I use 
in creating every experience, retreat, and event that I do in my business. And I would love to be able to share it with you absolutely free. Head to my website again, www.theallisonk.com forward slash mini hyphen playbook and grab your copy of that now. All right, so here are three perspectives that I'll finish off on today that I want to leave you with around helping clients achieve wins and what do wins really look like. Number one is recapping every single win that they actually do, reminding them of the little wins, okay? And this is a big one because I think in our society, especially today with social media, we tend to pay attention to the big wins the most. You know, achieving the big goal, getting the promotion, closing the deal, getting the new, whatever it is, okay? But I think what we forget is, is that in the process of achieving a big goal, there are lots of little wins that get us there. And we really do have to celebrate all, every single one, really. What I always say is every single win counts. No win is too small. So for you, maybe that's getting through a day. Okay, without having extra sugar. Maybe that's something you're looking at. Okay. Maybe it's ensuring that you get activity in. Maybe it's not a gym day. Maybe it's just taking a walk or stretching. But the fact that you showed up for yourself right then and there is a big win. Okay. So, you know, it it seems an it seems kind of trivial, and we sort of assume that people know that, but often they don't. So we want to always remember that helping clients frame wins includes every single win, big or small. Okay. All right. Perspective number two is be very clear when you're laying out the journey that you, that people are going to go on with you. Okay. And also reminding them that when their stories come up or when something from the past comes up, because that's human nature. Remember, our human brains are not really open to change. And when things come up, when we're trying to change something for ourselves and we're trying to work on doing something different, our old story is always going to try to jump in usually at the most inconvenient time, like a day when we're really stressed, a day when we don't, quote unquote, have time to even deal with it or think about it, right? That was something that I used to always tell myself, I don't have time to do this today. So I'm just going to go over here and do this instead, which still isn't a helpful way to think about it. But we have to remind ourselves that we're human beings and that this is going to happen. So it's more or less anticipating that there's there may be problems. When we anticipate and plan for it, we're not necessarily thrown off as much. And that's always a win when we can kind of recognize and relate to the work that we're doing and the fact that we're not, that we recognize the old story, but we're choosing not to go over there. Okay. That's evidence right then and there that we're becoming a different version of ourselves. And it's really up to us as coaches and business leaders to remind our clients and our community of that. Okay. That that's always a win always a win. It never gets old, no matter what stage of the game you're at. I've talked to and worked with people who have multiple six-figure businesses where this comes up regularly. And I've worked with brand new coaches where this comes up quite a bit. And we just have to recognize when we learn to recognize it, how almost like it's an uninvited guest, right? Someone showing up at your house, it's not invited that you really wish didn't come and you really don't you know, want to be rude. You want to be nice and kind, but at the same time, you want to hold your boundaries. It's the same kind of thing. You want to say, oh, wow, I didn't realize you were coming. Okay. All right. Well, awesome. Great. So you know what? This just isn't convenient for me right now. So let's do this another time. Right? So you want to be kind to yourself, but at the same time, you want to recognize that that's actually going to happen. It is going to happen. Okay. It's not a question of if, but it's a question of when. Okay. And then my third perspective for wins, and this is big. This is probably the biggest one of the three, in my opinion, 
is staying in what's called an intentional model, meaning that the thinking process that goes with creating change is so critical for actually not not just helping you achieve it, but helping you maintain it. And this is nine times out of 10, the biggest problem for people, because, you know, it's like I just said, things are going to come up in our day. Things are going to come up in our, you know, in the course of running a business, in the course of offering a new program, working with a new client or whatever. There's there's always going to be things that come up that we're not expecting, right? There are going to be things that come up that we wish wouldn't come up, right? But we want to remind ourselves that we must stay intentional. We need to hold the space for ourselves and for the people that trust us to do the work with us and helping them stay intentional by showing them really being a reflection to them of what it is that they want is super key for us as business leaders and coaches, especially. Okay. So, you know, we want to actually understand that what we think creates the energy of change as much as the things that we do creates the energy of change, okay? And I think for people that are really seeking out something different, you know, a different kind of experience, a different type of transformation or or whatever it is, okay, that it's important that we help them stay intentional. And when we do that, that's a huge win. It's a huge win because it's a process. It's not something that you're going to achieve in 21 days or 30 days or six months or whatever your guarantee is if you have one, okay? We just have to remember that we, number one, we should be the example, okay? But we want to mirror to them that we're humans and that we struggle with a lot of the same things, ideally, right? But we also want to remind them that let's stay intentional here. Let's stay the course. And here's why. Okay. So we want to be their rock in other words. Okay. And anytime we can do that and demonstrate to people and to demonstrate to the people that work with us and to have them be able to take the tools that we give them and do the work in a way that works for them, that's a big win. Okay. That's a big win. And I think for a lot of us, depending on what we do and the process that we offer, you know, whatever your programs and your offers are, I think we have to keep that in mind that, you know, it's, it, 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 the, all these, all three, all these three things are really related if you think about it, but framing client wins, in my opinion, really fall between those three things for the most part. I know there are outliers. And before I sign off, I just, I want to share with you a couple of examples of how I've been able to work these perspectives on winning into my own work. And it's always a reflection to back to me that what I'm doing is landing. And I think when we, I mean, number one, we have to believe 100% in what we do. We have to believe in our product, our program, our approach, all of it. Even when we're hearing crickets, we have to stay our number one fans, right? And But it is always helpful and reassuring to us when we see it reflected back to us. Um, I remember a retreat that I did a couple of years ago. It was down in the Keys. And if you know me, you know I love going to the Keys. In fact, I do at least a couple of retreats there every year. And this was, we were coming off of the COVID pandemic and people were just starting to travel. And I had an amazing group of women together. And, you know, part of what we did, the theme of our event was is obviously creating a future path, right? And we were spending an entire day and I was teaching them my process on how I create thoughts and beliefs that align with my future, right? So in other words, what I was challenging them to do was, okay, what is what is the future version of Ellen look like? I'm just making that name up but to protect privacy, but I'm just using that as an example. What does the future version of Ellen think about this? 
right? And so what came up for so many of my women on that trip was the fact that they were struggling with figuring out what that looked like because they were holding on to the version of themselves that they were in that moment, right? Which is human nature. That's typically what our human brains do. But what I figured out about that whole experience was, is that, you know, in in showing them through my example that, you know, we can create the, the path forward that we want, okay, with intention, because I was re- challenging them to stay in that intentional model. What I figured out was, is that every single one of those women had to release something from their past, something that hadn't worked, right? It was almost like a limiting belief or a past story or something. And they had to do that in their own way. And so to me, that was an example of the perspective of not just being clear about the future where they were going and realizing that who they were being was not aligning with that, okay? But it was also showing them literally what an intentional model was going to look like, okay? And we were actually trying it on and kind of test driving it and practicing it, right? So to me, that was a reflection back that this process was working because they were getting it. They were getting all excited about, you know, what, you know, their future was going to look like. And then when they got excited about it, they were more open to looking at things differently. Okay. And that was a big win. That was a win because I felt like they got what they needed in that moment. Okay. You know, um, another example, and this just happened this year in uh, my Savannah retreat, which happened, which was just a couple weeks ago, um, was that one of my ladies was kind of struggling with a decision she was trying to make in her business because she was used to thinking about the way her life was in that moment. And one of the things that we did was once we kind of pulled away the layers of of what those thoughts were actually telling her in terms of the decision she was making is that we were actually I was actually help her to get a little bit more clear on the path forward that she wanted to do. It was almost like she was straddling the fence between two possible options. It's kind of like when you have your foot on the shore and then one foot in the water, it's kind of like, you're really not going to go anywhere. Okay. You know, you can kind of stay there as long as you want to, but nothing's really going to change until you make a decision one way or the other. Okay. And for her, it was really more about just getting clear on which path forward was going to work for her. Okay. And for some people, I think what we have to realize about winning is, is that sometimes we can make a decision to stay right where we are and feel empowered with that as well. Okay. And the fact that we feel so clear about it can in fact be a win. And in her case, it was actually getting the thoughts clear around the future that she wanted. And once she was able to do that, she felt a lot freer to make different decisions. And that was a huge win because, again, that was staying in that intentional model for me. Okay, and so, you know, it wasn't like she had accomplished, you know, major goals in three days. Okay, that would just be unrealistic to expect. But the fact that we got her thinking and that we worked together on thinking about it in a new way was a big win because she went home inspired and came up with new ideas about how she was going to promote her new business offer. So for me, that was a win as a coach because I felt like she had gotten what she needed from the from the retreat experience itself, but it was a win for her because she empowered herself to do it. Okay. So those are just a couple of examples, I think, about how we can frame winning in the present tense. And at the same time, staying focused on the direction that we're going. I hope that was helpful. I hope that at least got your brain going a little bit. I would love to hear what you have to say about the whole concept of 
what does a win look like in your business? What does a win look like for a client of yours if they were in your program and going through your process? Feel free to go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and you know, write to me and share that with me. And if you're interested in being a guest and being featured, I would love to have you. Um, feel free to reach out to me and I'm happy to forward you our application a link to where we can get that process started. Um, we do have some questions that we would want to ask you just so that we would be able to have the richest conversation that we could to get you a, give you an opportunity to speak into what you do, but at the same time, speak into the change that you're, you know, that you're actually doing in your business and why the world needs it. Okay. So just go to my website, www.theallisonk.com and click contact me. And uh, just reach out to me and I'm happy to forward you that link. You're welcome to find me on any of my socials. Um, and if this was helpful, forward this episode to a friend or a colleague. And if you're feeling so inclined, uh, please leave me a review because reviews always help us uh, be e more easily found by other people as well. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me, I'll be happy to send you a gift as a token of my appreciation. This is Allison Katzkowski. That's what I got for you today on creating the world's best client experiences. We'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.